0: And welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick, both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to Careering. Today, I am on with one of my absolute favorite people, Adrian Kettering. She's the Vice President of Operations for MECTA Corporation, a health coach and a certified yoga instructor. Welcome, Adrian. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. I am so thrilled to have you on. Tell me a bit of, I want to get to all of the nutritionist stuff that we talk about all the time in the yoga and self-care, but first, let's start with MECTA. Tell me how your journey to get there and what you do.
1: Well, I started working at MECTA, honestly, because it's my mom's company, which is kind of fun. I grew up, it's Medical Electronics is the company, And, and I grew up seeing her. She's worked there always, and she owns it and that's sort of a side story. It was a family business, but I grew up seeing her work there and I was thinking, Oh, I'm, I'm probably not going to do that. So I went off and went <laughs> to college and did a few things on the East coast and I ended up getting a master's in marketing. So I did work for her for marketing kind of part-time when I was on the East coast. Okay. And then, and then I moved back to Oregon and she recruited me to come work for her more on a full-time basis. And that's sort of how it all started.
0: Well, I love the idea that you grew up with a mom who had a role as a career as well. And then she was able to bring you into the fold. I think
1: that's so cool for younger females especially, to see and grow up around. It was. It really was because it wasn't something that was as common then as it is now. Right. So it was neat to see her, I mean, of course, juggle everything, but she did a great job and she was always there for us after school and going to our activities. So she she definitely was a role model for me in how to balance different parts of your life.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I know your mom personally as well, and she's just fantastic in general. So. <laughs> idea of balancing the different areas so let's talk about speaking of balance you've got about three different jobs right now no including (laughs) mom and wife five you have five jobs so I took a nutrition class from you called the clean program well I've done it a couple of times now and I still laugh over what a shock to the system it was when I first (laughs) did it but not a little bit about your health coach role and how that has kind of impacted
1: not only your life but the lives of women that you've worked with. Yeah, it's it's been pretty powerful. I Matt and I lived my husband Matt we lived in West Virginia when we were first married and people just are not as aware of nutrition and health there. So this whole journey for me kind of started when we moved there, there wasn't a lot of yoga. I was really interested in yoga, vinyasa yoga specifically, and there weren't a lot of teachers. So I got certified to teach and I, opened up my own studio. And that was a wonderful experience by itself because I was basically teaching most of the people there how to do yoga. People just hadn't really done it before. That was 2003. And so that was a really neat experience just to have people discover yoga and just see the changes that it brought to their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in 2010, I was reading, it was actually an outside magazine article that led me to do the cleanse the first time. It was the clean program. And um, Matt and I just, we read this article about this guy who had done it and had a great experience. So we tried it. It's just a, you know, a book called Clean. And now it's much more involved. There's a few different options like clean gut and seven day cleanse and things like that. But we just did the 21 day cleanse. And I felt, I mean, we both felt fantastic, but I was really interested in adding this to my yoga studio and and bring it to the US students. So I got a restaurant on board who could make the food, which was really the biggest part of it, because that was how, you know, people could then access the food when they didn't even have any, they didn't have the first clue as to how to eat well. So if you just have it, you know, provided by a restaurant, it's so much easier. So we did that. And the first time we had 93 people sign up, it was pretty crazy. Wow. That's amazing. It was pretty amazing. And so we it was it was once a week yoga. We had once a week meetings, support meetings. We had like a meditation class. We added a few things to it as we went along. And I, I did it about quarterly when I lived in West Virginia. And we always had around 90 people sign up. It was it was wonderful. And there were some people whose lives just completely changed. I mean, as you can imagine, someone who's just not they just don't have any idea what it means to eat well or why that would be important for their lives. And so it was, it was powerful. So after I moved to Oregon in 2013, it was much busier in my life. I wasn't working full-time before when I was in West Virginia. And, and so I was working full-time here. So it took a couple of years and I, I thought, well, I really missed doing that. And so now I've, I'm offering it here yes. remote because yes. of... All of this craziness, but yeah, so that's kind of the history of how it all started. I
0: I mean, and talking talk about like a change. So I have to say, you know, I I think generally everyone in Oregon and especially in Bend eats fairly well to begin with. But I do remember taking the class from you the first time, and I remember I think it was day two or three. I sent you a text and I was like. I feel like I'm going to die. My (laughs) head is pounding so badly. Like I feel nauseous. I've had the sweats all day. (laughs) Yeah. It was amazing to me to realize how much of a break my body had needed. And just by putting good foods into my diet and myself and nourishing myself in that way and taking out the, like the caffeine, the sugar, the alcohol, just, well, first of all, just how bad I could feel, but then quickly it (laughs) turned into- just how good I could feel by changing those elements. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's so true. And it's, it's you know, I think now there's so much more information, really even in the past 10 years about the connection to our gut health and our yeah. healthy mind, you know, just the mind gut connection is so, so close and important, really critical for overall health. Yeah. And I think in the past, it's been kind of like, okay, I'm going to eat well, and maybe I'll lose weight, or I'll feel a little bit better. But now we know so much more about how it's really just an integral part of overall wellness. So, oh, my gosh.
0: Um, well, and my hair was like glossy, my skin cleared yeah. up. I mean, it was, it was amazing within three weeks time, the changes that happened in my body, not just in my mind, and not just like you're talking about, like, losing weight, but just in my overall
1: health. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's everything and it really is. I mean, you get all of the physical benefits of course, of like looking fantastic, but it's, it's so, you know, taking it deeper is something that we just don't really consider. I mean, and yoga is a similar thing. You know, you start doing yoga, it's more of a physical experience. And then you can find that you're your mind is benefiting so much from that experience yes. as well. So it's kind of a supplemental. Wow, I didn't even really think about this part of it, but but you have all of these added benefits that just yeah. weren't really considered. A, you know, a while ago with food.
0: I agree, and I mean, speaking going with that, it's like from that perspective. 2020, as you know, as everyone now has been a very trying year. (laughs) And so what can we do as we look forward to this new year? What would you suggest for women who may be feeling extremely stressed out and extremely burnt out from the roles we all are forced, not, I should not say forced from the roles we are all (laughs) pleasantly surprised to find ourselves in. You know, what do you suggest to women you see who just need a boost?
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, the the whole quarantining off and on and, and the whole COVID time has been really challenging because we find out how we react to stress, right? You know, you have this really challenging experience that we've been thrown into. You know, I mean, we're all being teachers and we're trying to work and we're, you know, trying to exercise and treat ourselves well. And sometimes we'll fall into bad habits. You know, like everybody is guilty of this. You know, you have your sweets that you like to eat you have your you know alcohol you like to drink you, right. you take a break from exercising cuz you want to rest more i mean whatever it is that you fall into those habits it was really easy to do that i mean last year was a tough year and right I think, you know, self-care sometimes takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of planning and sometimes you have to force yourself to do it because it's not easy. And I think it's much easier to fall into something like, I'm going to have a few drinks tonight. I'm going to, you know, not eat well. I I, I need to treat myself is how we look at it, comfort food, whatever it is. And I think everybody just did a lot of that last year. I think that just happened in 2020. And so- hopefully now with this, with the vaccine and, you know, we're going to be able to return, everyone's hoping to a little bit more of a normal that we'll be able to take that time and shift focus to ourselves and, and work. And it does take work, you know, work a little harder on, okay, you know, what are the things I need to do? Like, and with the cleanse, a lot of it is taking away things that aren't good for us. You know, of course you're eating all the food that's good, but, but the hardest part is taking away the things that, that are not good. So, you know, whatever you're, sort of, you know, you can see them as addictions. You can see them as bad habits. But trying to kind of pinpoint those in your own life right. and by say, you know, saying like, I don't really think this is making me a better person. And so, trying to sort of maybe remove a few of those things that that you were leaning on during that hard time or the hard year that we had. And so, there's so many ways of doing this. I mean, everyone is so different. So. You could, you know, start journaling about what you want to do, whether it's like, you know, waking up earlier or trying to start a yoga practice or exercising a little bit more or, you know, trying to drink less alcohol, which is a really common one. I know, especially in Bend. Right. Yes. <laughs> everybody, everybody, you know, we socialize with alcohol. So, yes. So that's a very common one. But just finding what those things are in your own life. And then right just tiptoeing into a few of them. Because what happens, especially in the new year, is we try to do it all. You know, we're like, okay, I've got to exercise more, eat better, do yoga, do meditate. Exactly, (laughs) right. (laughs) You just can't. That's just totally unrealistic. So I think just trying to find what the things were that you were leaning on that were negative in 2020 and just transitioning out of some of those bad habits is is a good start.
0: I think that is so such good advice because one thing i found that i was doing this last year and this is after a lot of soul searching and growth and time with myself but i started really recognizing the things that i do to help with stress and generally those are not good they're generally like a couple glasses of wine or like you said like laying down instead of when i really should be taking a walk or going out to exercise. And trying to like stop myself in the middle of those activities and say, what is truly going to make you feel better? You know, the the two glasses of wine or the calling up a friend and going on a walk. And, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it does not. (laughs) I think what's been really helpful is realizing those kind of negative patterns that I fall into Mm -hmm. and just knowing that they're there, knowing that those are my escape hatches Mm -hmm. has helped me sort of at least take a little bit of time to think about whether that is the best choice for me in the moment.
1: Yes, that's so true. And I think a lot of it has, it comes down to feeling better and what the short-term and the long-term definition of that is. So if you, you know, if you have a glass of wine, you have your short-term feel better, right? But the next morning you're not feeling great. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's doing that hard work at the beginning to achieve your long-term feel better goal. And that's what's really hard because a lot of it is, all right, I don't want to snack right now. I'm going to wait a second and have a glass of water and just see how I feel. Or, you know, I'm going to have a glass of tea instead of glass of wine. Not as much fun in the moment, right? Right. But <laughs> you're, you're taking the steps to feel really good in a couple of hours or ne- the next day or in a week or however long you, you decide to, to make those good decisions. And it, it's, it's a moment by moment situation for everybody. Yes. You know, it, it's, it's the, the set that whatever you're going to put in your mouth or whatever you're going to de- decide to do at that time, you know, whether you're going to exercise or not, like you're saying, laying down or not. I mean, it, we're making these choices every second of the day. So that's what makes it challenging.
0: Right. Well, and I also like the point you brought up about taking small steps, not trying to do it all at once, because I agree. I think what happens exactly like you said, you're like I'm going to start yoga again, meditate daily, you know, exercise every single day and only eat good things and you're just setting yourself up for failure at that point. So, I think totally. I like the idea of I actually now after this last year have a practice that I follow every single day and it's it's journaling, it's meditation, it's getting out in nature. But I did not start all of those things together. You know, I I started meditating at the beginning of last year and then put that together as a practice. I've been journaling for three years now daily. So it's almost like adding things on, but starting small and kind of building from there.
1: Yes, which is so important because a lot of times when people try to do a lot of things, they'll just throw their hands up in the air and say, I I just can't do this. I'm a failure, forget it. I'm just gonna go back to the other stuff I was doing because it's not worth it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and then I had to kind of laugh when you were talking about this last year, you know, going to comfort food and stuff, because you know me, you and I are are very close friends outside of careering, but it's hilarious. I mean, I've gained more than 10 pounds this last year and I'm like, how did this happen? How did this happen? And I go back through my camera roll and all it is, is (laughs) pictures of desserts that I've made that I've sent to like my mom and my friends. And I'm like, well, how this happened is basically eating a pie every single night after dinner. (laughs)
1: I know, but but it's it's like (laughs) you have this thing in your mind of I'm going through this hellish experience. I mean, I I need something, you know. I've got to give I got to give myself something here, which is totally understandable. And I think we were going through a really unique, odd, bizarre time, and so I think that just the the emerging of our like house caves that we (laughs) we were in. (laughs) Hopefully, you know, in the new year, we'll be able to start acting a little more normal, and then setting those goals of, of being able to move forward in a very positive space in our lives.
0: Yes, I totally agree. And I mean, as we discussed at the beginning, you are uh, an expert on this, not because you're necessarily a health coach or a certified yoga instructor, but because you also are playing the roles of vice president, mom, wife, friend. So how are how do you personally keep all of these kind of balls in the air? Is there a daily or a weekly practice
1: or method that you use? Well, I mean, like everyone, I go in and out of being consistent with my practices. I, I try to, that my goal is to wake up early and to have like either do some yoga or meditation or journaling. When I tried to do all of them, I, which was exactly what we're talking about. It's, it's too yeah, much. I too can't much. do it all. I wish I could, but I just don't have time. Right. So if I, if I get up and I'm not feeling super energetic, I would probably meditate or journal, maybe if I have time, do both. Mm-hmm. Um, if I feel like I want to move my body, I'll do some yoga. And that's another thing. I mean, for people who are practicing yoga at home, a lot of people will say, I, I just can't guide my, myself through an hour of yoga. I just can't right. do a class at home. It's, it's hard to do it on my own. And so you don't necessarily have to do a class. I mean, I think if people are doing yoga on a fairly regular basis, they know the poses that they need, the poses that their body needs, whether it's twists or hip openers or, you know, help with the lower back. And doing a yoga practice at home, really, you can do 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, it's like something is better than nothing as in all the stuff we're talking about. So, yes, you know, sometimes the yoga practice at home can be intimidating for people, but just, you know, a few poses, moving your body around a little bit. Um, but so I try to do that in the morning. The morning is such a critical time, I think, because it just starts your day off as, right. you know, uh, with your practices. I'm sure you see like when you started doing that, it makes your day just so much more positive and and I think now, I'm mean, with the kids at home. That is really important for me personally to start off with a good mindset. Because if I have a positive <laughs> mindset, <laughs> then I'm able to deal with all the kids stuff with yes. school and you know all of us being together all the time. Um, well, and so- I think it impacts the
0: entire family, right? I mean, let's be honest: it the does. mom generally more than anyone impacts the emotional day that the family will have as a whole.
1: Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. So morning's big for me, but, but it depends on, you know, some people really like to sleep in in the morning. And if that's your demeanor, I mean, if that's what your body needs, by all means, I think you should do that and maybe have a practice in the evening of meditation. I mean, the shifting for everyone, but I just think it's important to do one thing each day for yourself, whether that's healthy (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Right. <laughs> <That's> not <laughs> drinking three glasses of wine. <laughs> drinking wine doesn't count. Doing something where, where you're trying to just and it, you know, it can be like a ten minute walk, but at least you've done something for yourself. Yes. That's positive. That's good. And I think I I'm a big believer in journaling. I think it is so incredibly helpful. Right.
0: Well, and I think it helps you determine where
1: you've been. Like it's amazing when I
0: look back at something that was only let's say six weeks ago. And it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like that was like last year. This, you know, so yes. you can see very quickly how you can come in and out of seasons of your life. And
1: that yes. it's not really as long ago as you thought. Totally. And it's very therapeutic, especially if you don't see a therapist. I think having a journal is so important because it's a space to vent. And I think what I tell some people sometimes is, you know, if you're worried about your journal being found and read by someone just write it on a piece of paper and rip it up and throw it away. I mean, I think yep. we really need to, when we journal, we need to be very honest and raw with our, with our emotions. And I think that if you feel like you're scared to do that in a book that you keep, yeah. then don't keep it. You know, I mean, I, I think that that's, that's such a, a critical part of journaling is being able to say it all. So I love um, that. Idea. And that, yeah. that was just a good release, you know,
0: Well, and I think right now, too, with us all being surrounded all the time by our family, (laughs) (laughs) the idea that there's one place that you can put down any feelings you have, write anything you want. And like you said, even if you burn it or you tear it up at the end of the session, at least you've gotten out. That energy has had a place to go.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. So, so I, I mean, I think I, I try to do that and some days I don't, you know, sometimes I'm, I get lazy and it doesn't happen, but I, I always know that I feel better right. if I'm be, you know, trying to be mindful and making good choices. And even if I've had a day of making terrible choices, if I can just make one good choice, you know, meditate before bed, like you know, right. at the end of the day, you haven't, haven't made great choices, but you just take that time to sit for 10 minutes on your own and just recenter.
0: I love that I too, because what, what I was going to add to what you're saying is it can just feel so overwhelming in the morning, like you said, and I'm definitely more of like a night, night owl than a morning person. So I make a goal. So my goals are like meditate today. But a lot of times I've found that I will be meditating in my car, waiting to pick up the kids from somewhere. Or yes. I'll say like, move your body today without really like exercise or walk. It's just like, find at some point today, move your body. So I've, I think the more kind of, you know, compassionate we are with ourselves, mm-hmm. the better in those goals.
1: Yep. And and I think also what happens sometimes is people try to present one picture that it's going to like fit everybody. You know like right. okay, so I, I this person that I know is doing these things in the morning so I should try to do this whereas it might not be the best thing for you. Like your your goals, your way of treating yourself might be not yoga, meditation or journaling. Maybe it's sitting with a cup of tea and calling a friend or yeah. you know a totally different picture of what that is. But so you, I think the mistake we make is we, wanna, we want to look like someone else looks with their goals or what they right. do, but, but you just kind of need to find your own way and your own self-nurturing practices.
0: I love that. And it's so true. It's like stop comparing and just find,
1: because you know when something feels good to you. You know when it's yes. the right thing that you need. Yeah, definitely. So I think that that's, and it's, it's just like, you know, food, everything, we're all so different. So just being able to make that journey and find your own way is just such a critical part of it.
0: Well, girl, you're such an inspiration to me, and I know you're an inspiration to many. If people want to find you or find out about the CLEAN program, where, where should they go?
1: Well, I wish I had a website. We, we, it was at the athletic club of bend when we were able to have it there and now it's just turned virtual. So we're going to have January. I'm talking to fix and repeat the local restaurant in bend. Okay. uh, And we're hoping to do like, you know, like at end of January cleanse. So, so we'll oh, great. be doing that. So yeah. So if anyone's interested in that, they could contact me. So yeah, that'll be something that'll be hopefully fairly easy because you'll be getting the food and they even deliver. Sometimes they're a fantastic restaurant bed. I well, I love so it. And so. it's
0: and if you're not able to reach out to Adrian for any reason, please feel free to listen or reach out to me and I will ensure that the message gets to
1: Adrian. Thank
0: you so much for being on the show. I have just really enjoyed our conversation.
1: Me too. Thank you, Lori. I love listening to careering. The women on your show are very inspirational, so I'm honored to be part of it.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much. We have loved having you on today. Thank you.